0: Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban. The Mavs win to my Mavs win. What you got for me, Isaac?
1: Nick, we are almost to Christmas. Today's December 13th.
0: I wrapped gifts today.
1: You wrapped gifts today? Okay, okay.
0: My wife knows what, what one is? of the my wife knows what one of the gifts is, but That's cheating. But I switched the boxes. So she's gonna oh. she's gonna open it thinking that thinking that she's she's
1: okay. open it up thinking that she has like an Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> no.
0: What if she asked <laughs> for an Xbox? It would be hilarious.
1: What if she asks did you get her like Lanza Ball lingerie?
0: No, no no. The, the the shoes with the case. The light up case, the case that everybody says that they was, were supposed to get and didn't get. <laughs> it lights up. A luminescent, so question, luminescent case. Big baller brand.
1: What is straight your favorite part? Straight from Lithuania. A big baller. No, not big baller brand. What is your favorite part of the Christmas season? Man, that's interesting. Can't say Jesus. That's the cop out.
0: It's not my favorite part of the season.
1: <laughs> he was a baby. I mean, we're going to pick a favorite,
0: <laughs> that's not even the my favorite part of season. Jesus. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, uh, man, I, I don't also. I also want to just go cheesy and say family. But I, I, I'm from Ohio, as a lot of you guys know, and I'm living here in Dallas. And so I only get to see my family once, maybe twice a year, depending on if I have like a major milestone in my life. Where that, whether that's okay. <laughs> milestones are, are as follows right now in my in my life: graduating college and having like my, actual money in my bank account. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those are both
0: major milestones, and uh, the uh, the former happened this past May, and the latter has happened like once since I've moved here, so.
1: <laughs> so your favorite part is family? Yeah, Same I just I,
0: I love going back, seeing my family. Uh, my wife's family is in northern Kentucky, so we get to see both. We don't have to choose, which is great, so we do have to choose who gets Christmas morning and who gets Christmas evening, though.
1: That's difficult. Ooh, it's difficult. That's the argument. That's the argument.
0: Not an argument. Okay. Not an argument. Just like a, what did we do last year? I don't remember. <laughs> Let's
1: do the opposite this year. Yeah.
0: So, all right. Speaking of doing the opposite this year, the Mavericks lost the third quarter tonight in the game against the San Antonio Spurs. But that was the only quarter that they lost. They won all the other quarters. Ended up winning the game. Actually, they lost the second quarter. I, I, I take that back. However, they had a big enough lead that they didn't end up losing the whole first
1: half. So, if I would have told you that the Mavericks would have lost the third quarter and Dirk had only had six points.
0: Yeah, Dirk had six points. He had one said, He had one field goal and Kawhi Leonard played. I would have told you that this was The Mavs got beat by 15 plus. Yeah, right, without Dennis, without Seth, without Dory, you know like without all these guys. The uh Man, the Mavericks just definitely—they kind of pulled this one out. But before we before we get into that game, I did want to mention the Mavs won first. But before we get into that game, let's get into get into some updates, some injury updates, some news. I think we're just going to bring this every single pod at this point, as soon as long as there's yeah. updates. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. It was announced that he is going to miss the upcoming road trip, which you freaked out about earlier, and you texted me. Uh- <laughs> and and we're very upset about it but then you looked again and it's only two games so it's not like he's missing you know a five game road trip you know five full games or anything like that but like we like we said before they're taking it slow they're you know they're not rushing him back so they're just going to leave him out of this road trip do do we know if he's going to travel with the team at least
1: I don't know i would assume maybe not yeah but it's i mean like yeah you don't want to be like overly... You don't want to get like scared about it, but... I mean, it was announced when it first happened. Hey, he's, he's going to miss the next couple games. And uh, now it's going to be five games. And not going on a road trip and stuff of it. So, um, you know, whatever is with that, I think there is caution. I think there is, I don't know, something to even just think about it. But they obviously have the reasons, and... I wouldn't. I mean, it's it's just the super super cautious approach. And when you have twenty losses at this point in the season, you take things even more extra cautious. So that's that's exactly what they're doing.
0: Yeah, they're taking it really cautious, and uh, you know, just taking it slow. And they don't want to they don't wanna rush him back, and you know, they shouldn't. So they're keeping him out, uh, and hopefully, it doesn't turn into a Seth Curry situation. Speaking no. of which. The Seth Curry situation is not getting better. He was reevaluated, and he's going to be out a little bit to maybe a lot longer. Uh, There was an article today by Eddie Sefko, the Dallas Morning News, talking about uh, Seth Curry and his injury and uh, saying things like there's a chance when asked if there's a possibility of surgery at this point. Seth Curry also said, I'm on the the path I'm on now. The MRI shows it's gotten a little better, but there's a chance. It's a tricky situation. It's hard for me to say. It's very frustrating recovery wise. I get out there and work and feel okay. And it'll bother me the next day. So this is kind of a situation. Again, this is a uh, stress reaction in his tibia. He's had sort of a, you know, a history of this and, you know, his legs before. And so this is kind of concerning to me. It's concerning on, on several levels. I mean, I mean, the guy is, you know, in a contract year, so I'm, you know, concerned for him. Obviously, he's not going to be able to get out there and showcase, you know, what he really can do. And we saw a lot of really good stuff from him last year. But it kind of looks like he also could take the path that his, you know, brother almost took in the fact that he just can't stay on the court because of injuries.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, concerning. Uh, we, I guess, if you could say things were trending, and things could be still trending in the right direction, but. Um, Eddie got to the bottom of this, and uh, or at least you know got an update, you know, from Seth himself, and just the fact that you know surgery is an option, and that that is a last resort option. Uh, something that talking Seth, about. yeah, something that is actually on the table. Uh, just hearing seeing Seth say, you know, it's just got it's gotten a little bit better. Um, it's it's not encouraging, and it's not what you want to see. I think fans. Um, we're expecting Seth back um, pretty soon as far as Carlos saying December 11th and then oh okay well another week and just thinking that maybe towards the end of December Seth could be back but um, it, lo- it looks like it could be uh, a little while longer if maybe a lot longer
0: Hey remember how naive we were when we thought he could come back for the home opener <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what little uh, did we know? We were so young back then. Oh, so young, so dumb, so innocent.
1: Everything back then was—it's was just hey, stress reaction, you know, a week to week basis. And now we're at December thirteenth, and that was October seventh. Uh, so
0: we're gonna have to start bringing on my man Matt Nguyen again because we got all these injuries that I don't know how they work. So we're gonna have to—we're gonna have to get him back <laughs> on the podcast for sure. All right, so there you go. That is our update for. For Seth and for Dennis. Uh one of them is a little more encouraging, except for he's not coming back, and the other one is <laughs> that he's just not gonna be playing and it could be for the entire year, could be for another month, could be for, you know, another week. I don't know. <laughs> I think that it's gonna be longer than a week at this point if it's only like slightly progressing, but that's where we are with that.
1: I just wanna po- point this out too with I was looking it up while we was talking while I talk go. About the Mavericks taking a, a super extreme cautious approach with Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis said this. Earl, Earl said he, um, he tweeted this out four days ago. Whenever they first said, Rick said that Dennis is going to be out for two games, the next two games on the road trip. <clears throat> Dennis said uh, Earl asked him about Rick Carlisle, saying he's going to be out for the next two games, and Rick said, or Dennis said, "I don't know about that. I don't know about two games. I know one is mandatory." We'll see how I feel tomorrow. <laughs> Interesting. So, like, it wasn't, it wasn't something. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know, that. Den- Dennis was ready to go, and Dennis obviously wanted to, you know, he's like, okay, well, I know one is mandatory, but, you know, we'll see about the next day. You know, it wasn't, it didn't seem like something in Dennis's mind at the time that was going to be a, a long-term thing that was like a Seth or something like that. And, right. You know, now, I mean, now we're, it's going to be five games after that, so. I think they're just they're just taking things super super cautious with Dennis, and for yep. you guys that are team tank, that might be exciting. Except we won tonight without him.
0: <laughs> it's the first game the Mavericks have won without him.
1: Yeah, and you see, they've they've been without him for what three. It's like five games at the, at the beginning. beginning. I think of the it's year, five yeah. games at this point. He missed two at the beginning. Five of the game, games. This is now three. So. Um, but we get JJ, a lot more JJ Barea and a lot more Yogi Farrell.
0: Definitely. Before we get to that, I have to mention our friends at Draft uh, Isaac. This past week, I entered a draft, and I won ten bucks. Did you really? Thanks to, now see sometimes they're they're just players that you 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 love. And then as soon as they get added to your favorite team, maybe this was Rondo for a lot of you. Maybe this is Carlo. This is, you know, Chandler Parsons for a lot of you. Could have been Monte Ellis for a lot of you. I don't know. You're, you know, you have a favorite player. He gets added to your favorite team. You think it's going to be the best thing in the world, and it ends up being awful. Well, <laughs> Draft is the app that can redeem that. Because this past week, I won money on draft. Physical, real money. That's digital right now. I haven't redeemed it yet, but. Real money because of Dwight Howard going oh off. Oh my gosh. Dwight Howard going off and getting me 70 fantasy points. It was 70. Se- it was an incredible game from him. Uh, and I think he was like my sixth round pick or something like that. Uh, so I also had Giannis, and I, that was the night that the Mavericks played the Bucks. I had Giannis, I had Brogdon. Uh, and so. Went on there and won some money. So if you guys want to come and win some money with us on Draft, we will start a locked on group on the Draft app. I will try to get Isaac to join. He's been kind of he's been kind of slow to the party on this. I
1: always forget about it. I have the app on my phone. I just gotta join it and do it. Everybody, tweet Isaac to try to join the Draft. So
0: come and join me on a Draft today and potentially Isaac. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft D R A F T for all of you people that don't know how to spell in your app store. Join a game in minutes. Super easy. It's actually really, really quick. It's less than minutes to join a game, actually. I don't know why they put minutes. Or play it right from your computer on Draft.com, whatever you want. For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into Draft when you make your first deposit. So go in there, deposit a little cash, got some extra spending money, you know, whatever you want to throw in there, and then you get a free... Entry into a $3 draft by using the code LOMAVS. That's L O M A V S. I love to spell things. That's right. Play a real money game for free just by using our promo code. That's L O MABS on your first deposit. Draft. Come join us and follow me. I'm locked on Nick on the draft app. So join me there. All right. Let's get right into the meat of this game. The Dallas Mavericks pulled it out like we had been saying. They finally. Uh, came up with a game, and they basically they did this by avoiding crunch time slash clutch minutes. <laughs> it's kind of what they did.
1: Yeah, I mean we we saw the return of Kawhi Leonard, and uh, by the first start of the game, he <laughs> thought it was gonna get super scary. Um, yeah, because Leonard Leonard oof. came out three for three, just it looked like Kawhi Leonard. And I mean we we agreed before the season, top three play in the league. Top five at least.
0: Man, yeah. Uh right now it's kinda hard to say that because of just, you know, like Harden and you know. Yeah, with everything.
1: Giannis and LeBron and everything. Um so yeah, I mean I still have him top five playing the league, so I mean we've the league's been without him for you know, the whole season so far. It comes back tonight, only logs sixteen minutes. Um, but they're pretty effective. He was a plus eight and plus minus and had thirteen points and But yeah, only 16 minutes, and they staggered his minutes pretty good, and they brought in. And then he, pretty uh, gay.
0: He also he left late in the third quarter uh, and didn't return, so he didn't play in the fourth quarter at all. So I think if they had Kawhi Leonard in this game, they would have won for sure, like at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: I think I think he's definitely worth at least a six point swing, (laughs) or seven points. Yeah, for
1: sure. For sure, and I mean Rudy Gay played a pretty pretty good game. It doesn't say it in plus minus, but speaking anytime you get twenty one points from Rudy Gay,
0: I was watching Rudy Gay tonight and just thinking, man, like what a life that guy's had. Just going from Sacramento, like literally. Okay, you could say that you could you could make an argument for the New York Knicks, not right now, like not the Knicks right now, but you can make an argument that going from the Sacramento Kings to the San Antonio Spurs is the biggest jump in in organizational functionality that you could, that you could ever go like that you could ever go through. I mean, maybe you can make a case, the Browns to the Patriots, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't think of a baseball example. Uh, I don't know. Who's a really bad baseball team. I don't know. Sometimes the Rangers. Some, stop that. Sometimes baseball teams, they make a, a jump in functionality from, okay, well, let's go, let's go make it a jump from the Marlins To like the Red Sox, you know, the Yankees. Yankees. Yeah, you could be so Rudy Gay, Giancarlo Stanton have now done this. But man, like going from the Kings to the Spurs, that dude must just be having the time of his life right now, playing in a a good organization with guys that want to win and know how to win. I mean, that's it's completely different, you know, for him. And I if I was there, I might have tried to talk to him about that, but.
1: Yeah, and, and Rudy Gay is just you know, a solid player to come off the bench for him uh, when they bring out, now that everybody's healthy, oh, yeah. Tony Parker. That's great player, player off the bench. You know, starting, uh, you bring Rudy Gay off with Patty Mills and Ginobili and stuff. So Spurs are still a solid team. Still a solid team without quiet late, so it's still a, a great win for the Mavericks, uh, for you guys that are still rooting for wins. Um, to credit due, Dwight Powell played decent. Up that trade value, Dwight.
0: Dwight Powell played a great game in the end of the third <laughs> and then through the fourth quarter. Him and JJ Barea. I mean, for all for everyone that has been saying, "Oh, trade JJ Barea, trade Dwight Powell," like those guys. I mean, save for I'm
1: still saying that. I'll still say that trade Dwight.
0: Powell. Save, save for Harrison Barnes and then Yogi Farrell towards the beginning of the game. Those are your two best games. Those are your two best players on this team tonight. Like, they just came, and they they played, and they got you a lead, and they you're both plus eight in the box score, so they they came in, brought you a lead, and kept it. And uh, they're just all over the place. I mean, Dwight Powell, and Mark Fowl mentioned this on the broadcast. So I wanted to give credit where credit is due. He said that, uh, so Skin mentioned that, that Dwight made that shift and we've talked about it. We talked about, you know, when Carlisle discovered the savvy six lineup that we've been talking about, Dwight Powell made this shift where he stopped shooting as many threes and follow up, put numbers to it. He said before this stretch where Powell has actually been playing pretty solid, he was taking his 40% of his shots were threes. 40, 40%. That's, that's a, that's staggering for a guy that, you know, can't really hit them that well. And then, that's
1: news flash of saying, hey, if even if the league is going a certain direction, yeah. That doesn't mean you can make your personnel do that either.
0: And he may have been doing that if they didn't have, you know, like Dirk or or Barnes playing out there with him. You know, like that that's the kind of the luxury of of being able to do that. Like let's say if he had to play with, you know, or a Maxi Kleber even. Like, but if he had to play with, you know, Salah or Withy, like, you know, he had to play with a guy like that all the time, or Nerlens even. Uh, this is That's sort of an underrated thing about not playing Nerlens is that, you know, Dwight Powell can be that rim runner. And so, Follow said he was shooting 40% of his shots were, th- were threes, and then since he made that change, only he's down now to 20% of his shots are threes. And that even seems high right now. I think I would say within the last, like, five games or so, he hasn't shot, like, any, maybe one or two. I think he made one the last game, but... Yeah, that switch has been huge for him because he's just around the rim more. He's getting a ton of boards when he's down there. He's getting tip-outs, too, sometimes that count, sometimes that don't count as boards. And uh, he's just been doing like doing what he's supposed to do, <laughs> and, you know? And uh, if he didn't have this contract, I think we would love Dwight Powell a lot more.
1: Maybe somebody on the coaching staff saw all the gifts we would make of his constant <laughs> bricks.
0: Yo, <laughs> From three. I hope that Melvin Hunt is, like, on Twitter, and that you know, when he you know tweeted you the other day, we were talking about it. I hope he looks at it and says, Man, those two dudes from Lockdown Maps they tweet every single thing Dwight Powell does bad. Maybe they're on to something, like
1: <laughs> maybe they uh, got hey Rick. Something. Hey Rick, bro, I think we need to uh, start stop making Dwight uh shoot threes. <laughs> what we've been working on this for three years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, JJ Brea another just good Lord you, you can't say enough about JJ off the I mean I know people will look at this season and say oh, okay lost season you know or just be shadowed Dirk's 20th season Dennis's rookie year blah 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 but the year the two year the, the years that both Devin and JJ are having at this point in their career off the bench it's a shame that man this Mavericks team are, like we don't have a really good competing start in five because JJ and Devin off the bench for a really good starting five yeah. would be like deadly. Man. And How many teams You don't want to say they're going to waste, but <laughs> it kind of sucks right now.
0: As we were going through those Nerlens trades the last couple of pods, I was looking at some of these benches and just thinking like how many of these teams would kill for Devin Harris and or J.J. Bray off their bench. Like Minnesota, Denver, <laughs> Portland. New Orleans would kill for them in their starting lineup. Oh,
1: I have a piece coming out tomorrow of teams tra- teams that could trade for Devin Harris. So Or today. Oklahoma
0: to. City would love to have Devin Harris coming off their bench so much.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't – you looked at um, – I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about Philadelphia with uh, getting rid of Julio Okafor and they were talking about getting a Trevor Booker. My
0: boy didn't get any minutes tonight playing against the Wizards. All right,
1: continue. <laughs> well, they were talking about the value of playoff teams searching around the league for veterans veteran contributors off the bench that are on expiring contracts that's a very fine niche yeah. right there and <laughs> trevor harris booker was uh was one of them a very solid veteran that can come off the bench in his expiring contract and devin harris is one of those and i'm not saying that <laughs> dallas can turn around and get an oak of in a second round pick for devin harris but you could very well see something at the deadline to where a team might give up something that might shock you, that might surprise you, surprise us, that a team might give up something like a high second-round draft pick or like a uh, a young project player or something for Devin Or Harris like a bust playoff. lottery pick. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. They were like, wow, I can't believe they give up for Devin. But Devin, man, if Devin could be on a playoff team, he would be an awesome punch for somebody. J.J. too, but J.J.'s not going to go anywhere. We we say Devin a lot because he's on the expiring non-grantee yeah. deal and J.J.'s under contract for a little bit.
0: And I think because J.J. was here during the championship that he it feels like he's less movable. Just from like a franchise emotional standpoint. Devin... To me, like, it always felt like Devin was part of that team, but he wasn't. You know, like, he, he was yeah, there, like, he right around it. that. Like, his exodus from Dallas was right when they did that, and JJ's was right after it.
1: Yeah, Devin kind of just went around uh, the championship year. But, um, but yeah, JJ's entering that, you know, you, you kind of don't want to question his loyalty uh, like Mavericks because you do look at the past and say, okay, well, They let go of J.J., Devin, Tyson. They let go of these people before. So I just said this to somebody the other day. That's why I'm saying it because somebody said, Mavericks are too loyal to their veterans. I'm like, well, (laughs) are they? (laughs) Because we've looked back at the championship team and some of these guys that we say are, I mean, besides Dirk, I don't know what you can – but J.J.'s entering that category of, like, behind Dirk, I think. I think J.J. will retire a Maverick and – I think that you know, as long I mean, he's playing at a high level. I I just can't imagine JJ going to a different franchise at this point yeah. in his career.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's getting in there in the upper echelon. I mean, he's he's getting into that. You know, like uh, Derek Harper, that Brad Davis. Yeah, <laughs> Derek Harper, Brad Davis, and and both those dudes have their jerseys in the rafters. I was gonna say <laughs> so. it's
1: not that crazy to think about he might get his jersey retired for Dallas one day. I mean. What if he, play, if he plays another, like, four or five more years and comes off the bench, he, he gets right up there in some wow. career. He's broke my he broke
0: my face. Did you see that video of Jake Tapper interviewing the uh, Roy Moore spokesperson guy? No. And uh, so you guys should watch it. I posted it on my Twitter, but they uh, <laughs> Jake Tapper's interviewing the spokesperson for Roy Moore, and he's like, Jake Tapper says that, you know, Roy Moore thinks that he a Muslim can't be a, you know, can't be a you know a judge or a civil servant they're like he's like well he thinks that because you have to swear on the bible you have to swear in put your hand on the holy bible and jake tapper goes you know it's not a rule that it has to be the bible right it could be any like sacred text or any text you want really and the dude just sits there with his mouth open for a good three seconds just in complete like (laughs) dead air silence it is hilarious (laughs) oh man (laughs) <laughs> and that's kind of what I just did when you said that J.J. Burrard could get his jersey retired for the Mavericks. And you think that, it's that crazy? And not crazy. Just like It's one of those things where you're like, oh, I didn't really think about that. I mean, you think about it, but it doesn't seem like – it just doesn't seem like a player that would – you know?
1: Okay. Okay. Well, answer this. Tony Allen's going to get his jersey retired no, in Memphis. I'm not disputing he, that. I'm not disputing he, that it could happen. Is it that happen. much different?
0: I'm not disputing that it could happen. It's just sort of one of those things like, man, that does not seem like a dude that should get his jersey retired. But then you think about it and you really look at it and you go, dang, he actually probably should. On the championship team. He's been here for a while. He's probably top 10 in like a lot of things before the Mavericks. Yeah.
1: As far as- That's what I'm saying. I'm, I don't think it's like guaranteed locked in, but I think it's a really good shot.
0: Yeah. Uh, Finley's got to get his up there first, so and we're still we're still waiting on that. There haven't been an announcement. Well,
1: Harper's got to get his first.
0: Oh, that's true. That hasn't even happened. But that's yeah, it's coming. That one's been like officially announced though, right? Yeah, it's coming. But just not like a, a time. So, all right. Uh other, one other thing I wanted to get to on this on this game and then we'll go is that Maxi Kleba actually played some pretty good defense on LaMarcus Aldridge. The, the couple of the possessions that I saw. Now obviously you're going to see some where he gets scored on because LaMarcus Aldridge is just really really good. He also played like 40 minutes. And so he's you know going to get enough shot. I mean how many shots did he take tonight? 23 shots. He's going to get some of them up there, but he only shot 39% and he's not taking a ton, he wasn't taking a ton of jumpers tonight. He took one 3 a lot of them were in the paint. A lot of them were trying to back him down. There was that play really, really late where Wes Matthews looked like he tried to pull the chair out from under him, and he ended up just, you know, falling down on his butt. But uh, Maxi plays some, played some pretty good, like, one-on-one positional defense on him.
1: Maxi seems to get better every single game, and I wrote a piece that came out yesterday that That was entitled, hey, the 2017 class is not all about Dennis Smith Jr. for Dallas. And that I think we could look back at this in a couple years, and we really should credit Donnie Nelson and them. We should credit Donnie and them right now of saying, look at this rookie class for the Mavericks. Yeah. As far as Dennis Smith Jr., Maxie Kleber, if Jonathan Motley ever gets some minutes, and then even, you can say, Antonius Cleveland, like a, a, a class that we looked at and saying, okay, it's just going to be one player. Okay, yeah. cool. Dennis Smith Jr., you know, that's it. He's a stud. He is, and that's great. But Dennis Smith, and now that the, what they found in Maxi, and then what, you know, if Motley could show what he showed in the G League, like we could look back at this class in a couple years and say, man, look at that young group that came in all together there Maxi, Motley, you know, i you don't want to put Cleveland in there yet, but at least Motley, Maxie, and Dennis and say, man, they all came in together. It wasn't just a class about Dennis, but they actually found a couple more guys in that rookie class for them. Um, that's a part of the franchise moving forward. So much, much credit to Donnie with that.
0: Yeah. And I'll take that a step forward and saying it's, we're going to look at it to see the next, the last like few years. And you throw Yogi in there as well as Dorian Finney-Smith be like, you know, man, we got like all these guys. These are like solid rotational players that we all got in this, that they got in this like small window of time that they, you know, didn't seem like they could get anybody. So definitely, definitely some good drafting slash pickup slash. They're better at undrafting than they're better at undrafted than they are at drafting. So, yeah. So, all right. That's all we have today for locked on Mavericks. We will be back potentially tomorrow. Talk to you guys. Um, and we're going to be doing a mailbag at some point this week. I don't know if we're going to do it tomorrow or the next day, but uh, get ready. Get some questions in mind. Start thinking about some stuff. And uh, thanks for listening to Locked on Mass. Boom. Boom.